What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? I know what I mean by you people. Oh, yeah? I mean people that aren't me. <laughs> not of your creation? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not me. That's you people. I'm me. The rest of you are you people. Am I facing a shadow or something? Or am I... What's going on now? I'm looking at myself in the thing. You have to, have to leave that. Uh, Your hat is blocking it. Is that? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Oh, well, no, I can fix that. Shine a light in my face? <laughs> you Shine a light, sweet. <laughs> Shine a light in uh, Motherfucker. Make him so fucking beautiful. Make me love him all over the place. With that shine a light in your face. Yeah. Mm. Feel prettier now? Yeah. A little bit. Uh. That helps. You Does it make you want to shake your groove thing? Yeah, a little bit. A little tiny bit. I'm not going to lie. But best we get is him and just Justin in the seat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's the dumbest thing you ever did as a kid to get laid? Married. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was pretty good. I thought that it was, was instantaneous, that was, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I've ever actually done anything dumb <laughs> to get laid. Like, I've gotten laid out of dumb luck. But I don't know that I've ever actually done anything dumb to get laid. I've never been that like guy to be like, oh, I do this, I'll impress a girl, or some girl asks me to do some stupid thing, and then, and I'll repay you. Like that's not a thing that's ever like fell into my lap. Did you ever buy a hat to try to make yourself look more interesting? Because that that would go under that category, I think. No, I know I've never bought a hat for that purpose i'm trying because you asked that i'm trying to think have i ever bought a thing to make me look that way and These i'm sure there is trick. but i can't think of it yeah. it's like people that buy i'm a gonna car guess to get it was laid. a pair of jinkos no i never owned jenkos i what? wanted to because it would have gotten me laid i'll You're be honest but i never bought jenkos this huge belt buckle is gonna get me all the tramps huh yeah, no, and that's, I got so many pockets and zippers, man. So many pockets uh, and zippers. I was so like self-aware of being a poser that I was just like, no, that's not like who I am. Even though I'm like this girl that I was like, I wouldn't even say dating. Like I went on a couple dates with was that kind of. I have a soft spot in my heart for like low rise. Wide leg jeans on a sure. like, skinny skater girl, like kryptonite. But and so I was like, well, if I do this and I'm shooing and I just, I, I all stopped, you know, like when you see a horse running towards the canyon. And so you didn't want to be a Tiho. You were like, oh, I can't skate. I'm not going to front that world. Correct. Could oh. you do anything that was close? Like I had friends that somehow managed to turn fruit booting into a thing almost cool enough what to get laid. What in the fuck is fruit booting? <laughs> oh, fruit boots are rollerblades. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have never heard that term. Oh, and I, I have. Will never forget it. Yeah. You never heard the term fruit boot. Dude, I have. Hashtag fruit boot. This is, my one of my ex girlfriends used so to fruit booters were rollerbladers. Yeah, one of my yeah. ex girlfriends used to fruit boot. <laughs> That's how she. That's how she said it too, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> like I learned it from rollerbladers. Yeah, 
So in my social circle in high school, like there was, you know, enough of us could drive that we could get places. But like there was probably three kids that rode BMX bikes, like three or four kids that skated, and probably like five or so kids that rollerbladed. Like it was the height of rollerblading, if you will, when it was like still in Sunny D commercials and shit. Mm. Okay. I rollerbladed only when playing street hockey. Me too. That is the only time a pair of rollerblades blessed these feet. Fair. I had friends that would fruit boot for days. I had a friend that could like <laughs> skate vert and shit. Sketching? All of it. That's pretty cool, actually. Not going to lie. Like, he was impressive. There's a kids in the hall sketch about rollerblading, about a dude who's just really in it. And it was yeah. like, yeah, I just love rollerblading. <laughs> so alive. So that's why they call them fruit boots is for people like that. <laughs> and people that rollerblade aggressively are just like, yeah, no, it's that's the downside of this. It's like people that own a Harley, but it's not like <laughs> like the people that would buy the electric Harley. Yeah. I like Harley I just I just want a Harley. That but way I, don't want to I can sound like I a can, fruit booter. I can justify owning all these Harley Accessories, leather jackets, etc. Yeah. Finally, That's I can cool. wear my jacket out. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so close to getting a Sons of Anarchy vest. It'll be the coolest. <laughs> the coolest. Wear some fruit boots. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because, like, I at my age, and we're all not far off in age. Forty-five less, now. Yeah. Week. So. As the oldest, old? there's less than Happy a, belated. there's right. less yeah. than ten years between you and Hamill, who's the youngest in the room. Thirty nine, so yeah. right? So we're all of a similar era, and for me, like being a poser, like pretending you're something that you're not, dressing as something that you are not, is not a thing that it was so. It, that was the most socially taboo thing. But there were so other than maybe being gay high school, at the time, though, right? Oh, but, but see, the high school I went to, there I, were so few white kids that like the white kids were there weren't busting each other's balls, except for the Hicks. Like those kids that just listened to like Garth Brooks all day and wore excessively tight jeans. Like the most I had was a wallet chain, but that's because I spent a lot of time in mosh pits. That's fair. And that seemed like a sound business decision. Yeah. <laughs> and then the wallet change just got more and more ridiculous. But I never also wore any of the rest of it that goes with a wallet, like what you would theoretically think of as a wallet chain. I became super aware of it at my first tool show because the opening song is a song called Hooker with a Penis, which basically the opening. It's a love tale as old as time itself. Right? <laughs> it, the opening lines to that is basically defines like looking at a poser and in like really perfect time. And then yeah. it goes from there. But it's just like, I met a boy wearing vans, five Oh ones, a dope beastie T nipple rings, new tattoos. Like, Oh yeah. The guy that's just trying to fit an image. Dude, this town's full of them. This town's full of people like that. There's so many scenesters here. It's fucking ridiculous. I think that's always happened because I remember like after the breakfast club, my older brother drew like suddenly looking like John Bender 24 seven. Oh, yeah. You know, and I went. Was, yeah, I went through my Fred Durst phase. It's fine. Right. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was you wore a red Yankees cap. No, it was a red. It was a red. But it had the MLB logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a Boston hat, but I would have that. I'll set the chin goatee and all that shit. <laughs> I remember when I was living in New York, I was I would just dress in black all the time with a trench coat and wore a beret. That's how 
fucking lame I was. Oh, you were that guy? I was that guy. Oh, shit. And I remember <laughs> I remember uh, a friend of mine had, was in... Uh, Did you know they had a mafia? Uh, yeah, right? Well, <laughs> I found that out when I wore a trench coat to Littleton a couple years later. And oh, people sh- did not appreciate that. I'm like, what? Oh, Ooh, shit. Yeah, oh, I feel bad about it. But no, I remember a friend of mine was in a play, and I went to go see this play, and it was god-awful. And during the intermission... Uh, I'm outside just smoking a cigarette, looking all deep and, and artistic and stuff. Broody. And broody. Broody is the word I see. <laughs> and then I see eight people dressed exactly like me because I'm in the theater district uh, in New York. And they all white rock past me. And they're all wearing berets. And I just remember like my hand slowly going up to my head <laughs> and, and pulling it down and throwing it in the trash. And I'm like... I need to get some new clothes. God damn it! And uh, yeah, I was I was like, oh okay, I'm I'm being that thing that I hate. Okay, oh, you have totally unlocked <laughs> the element. I was definitely at a, a, a stage. There was definitely a stage of my life where I was like the brooding sad guy. Mm-hmm. Is that what'll attract women? Yeah, I'm gonna walk around with a bunch. I was so I can never put my thoughts like, in it. except for that time I was like legitimately sad post divorce type stuff. Mm. I was never the brooding sad guy. In high school, I was the fat party animal. On a previous... I don't think we ever did it on this show, but in a previous show, I believe when we were the vagrants, I actually... I have somewhere here, I have my like brooding sad notebook. Yeah. And we read out of it. And I literally wanted to put a shotgun in my mouth Uh, and put my toe in the fucking trigger. I could oh. try to see if it's like right here. Cause. I feel that way when I look at old jokes. Oh, dude. No, uh, that reminds me. I, I, I had some Facebook memories pop up recently. And it was. It was Remember t- that time you ate shit? No, it, Facebook? It, yeah. this, no, this lined up perfectly. It, it said 10 years ago, as I said, I said this 10 years ago. Mm. Hey, things are going better now. I'm not the man I used to be. A lot of things have changed. I'm just happy that I'm going this direction. And then. <laughs> Two years to the day, my sister writes a post that says, ha ha, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, dude, I fucking, I just, I saw that and started laughing my fucking ass off because I was just like, that's a, that is a like two year fucking alley-oop dunk that I did. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it pretty was, intense. The fact that it was did like, did you find it? I heard was, that triumphant grunt. I figure either you found it or you figured out a way to put a glory hole in your desk. <laughs> That's phase three of the studio. Okay. All right. <laughs> ah, oh, no. This, this book is filled with probably the most douche-chilling things <laughs> I have ever put on paper. And I am not. Uh, By any I means, going to read Anything? For, oh, fuck. I just like read one line. Anybody wants to take this? I'm fucking. I'm intrigued. I'll Why, throw myself in the barrel. I got a question here. How come there's not an alternative band called Icy Douche out yet? Like that? <laughs> I don't know. Get on an internet. So I figure the fairest way to do this to James. Oh no! Is you, to just read I'm the just back cover. One, oh, read the back just, cover. Read the um up, upper right corner, and you'll get all you need to know about how douchey this is about wow. to be. So where it says name, he did write James Fisher, but it looks like <laughs> Japanese Fisher. And then for subject, he wrote Kurt Cobain. <laughs> all right. There's no date. Okay. Oh, Marvin's and then gonna have there's a, field a day with this. there's the following paragraph. Okay, no, no, you, you said read the back cover. Sure, right. fine, giddy up. <laughs> Fuck. 
If you kill yourself, you will make him happy. Look on the bright side is what? St. Ride? I don't know, man. I think I'm dumb. I'm so lonely. That's... In your defense, it's not that you have bad handwriting. It's just an old notebook, and this is on the outside of Fair. it. Fair. Right. But well, it, it's a lot of emo shit. <laughs> and then it says... You're not wrong. And What's then, the like, ideas? another line underneath. I'll show you guys. I'll show the camera. This line here just says, death lives on. What? How is that possible in quotation marks? <laughs> in parentheses at the bottom. So anyway, this, this got you laid? This guy no, this did oh, not get no. him laid. I'm like, what Absolutely the fuck? Kind of no high school? part of this notebook ever got me laid. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. And if there's a younger generation thinks being sad is gonna get you anywhere, it's not. Yeah, don't try so to. So I'm add a not looking either. at the notebook. I'm making eye contact with James. It's okay. <laughs> You're trying. Come on, James. Make eye contact with me. <laughs> oh, no. That way, I'm picking just at uh, random. This is like when Opie and Anthony would make them read Rent Boys. <laughs> this is what I have chosen. Lot. Maybe, maybe not. It matters not. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this doesn't bode well, James. Sorry. <laughs> it started with it matters not. It's matters not. To be or not to be. <laughs> okay, sorry. It matters not. Oh, no. What is love when it's not Mutual. This is deep, James. Ooh. Oh, no. Time has taught me that rain cleanses the soul. Oh, this is all right so far. Yeah. Wishing that I need more rain than ever. <laughs> you were listening to a lot of Leonard Cohen at the time? or Never listened to a single Leonard Cohen song. Oh. I imagine so much fucking Radiohead, though. Uh, no. Like, one really? Oh, I uh, love oh, Radiohead's shit. Uh, oh, here you enjoy. What are we listen to around this time? I'm guessing a lot of Bauhaus, Cure. What else? Well, given the fact that I wrote Kurt Cobain on the back of the fucking right. thing, that should give you some insight that I was big into fucking like yes, grunge. But grunge isn't this sad. So, so this this <laughs> notebook, <laughs> like grunge okay, is sad. Hold on, hold on, sad. hold on, hold on. Before hold on. you say anything, at the top of the page you turn to, is there a date written? No, I'll tell you what the fuck's on this page. <laughs> I open up randomly, and it's a picture of a guy. <laughs> it's a picture of a guy with his dick in a... I mean, it's like an extension cord long dick. In a duck. And the duck's just going quack. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. It looks like a pig man. It looks like, it looks like pig man's fucking... A, this is what I opened up to. So I, that's hilarious. Hilarious. I want this as a shirt. <laughs> should, that's a shirt. Make that this a, is a shirt. Yeah. I don't know how you need to preserve this so we can find it again. <laughs> we should like put this on bookmarker or something. We a should paper put, clip. We should put this on the Facebook page. It seems as like a photo. Share it as a photo on the artistic edge. You clocked out early that day. I think was, Dave, yeah. you can pick the next page at random. No, do me a favor before you go too nuts. Um, yeah, take definitely photograph that um turn to one of the first earlier back in the notebook because i would date stamp everything and i can tell you exactly how old i was and where i was i can't honestly remember this notebook hung with me for a while all right just for i'm still gonna let dave pick a random page i just want to date 
So that's the first eight twenty one of what year? Doesn't say. You put eight twenty one. Okay, that's troubling. No I years. It was going to be your last eight twenty seven. Why aren't they nine one? I'm just skipping ahead to see if we can get to like maybe on New Year's Eve. You're like, oh wait. I want to say like. Well, Kurt Cobain died in. 90- I think you wrote a song called 94? "Up My Ass." Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely wrote a song "Up My Ass." I found up. I, my I, ass. I was in a band, and that was a song. Dave, that, those you are can the sing. Do you want to read the lyrics <laughs> to "Up My Ass"? Somewhere, I actually have a, a tape of us recording that. So this is like eighth to ninth grade. We all in blackface, like like Kumia's fucking man. Oh no. <laughs> It is. Sm- I don't know if I can sing this. <laughs> it's like, so bad. Smelly so. and brown from the mouth to the ground. You're pathetic and weak from that ass that does reek. It's, it's, it's the pee that. It's the pee that'll bring me down. From ah, oh gosh, was it? Somewhere near Chinatown. From the ass all the way to the ground. Cause you're up my ass and you're stuck. Cause you're up my ass and you suck. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Because you're up my ass and you suck. Yeah. Because you're up my hair. (laughs) Make me want to go home and fuck. I feel like you have to have a Halford scream in there. Up my ass. He was singing it to the duck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in your ass. I'm fairly certain I didn't draw the duck, and I'm trying to remember who did. You can try and pass it off on anyone you want, but you claimed it your notebook. You want me to draw some pornographic stick figures in the back for future generations? (laughs) Oh, that sucks that my eyes are uh, so shitty. Uh oh. All right. Oh, God. All right. uh, Let's see. Is it funny? How one's opinion of themselves is affected by others. My opinion of myself is my opinion. No one ever shadows me except me. If you want to hate, hate me. I don't care. My opinions are... Oh, sorry, those letters ran together. Dude, there's so much angst in this that my penis is getting smaller. Right. <laughs> it's like coke dick. <laughs> it's like reverse puberty. <laughs> A book of Coke Dick. That's pretty awesome. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to hand this back before I start reading more. It's, I got it. It's, it's better just, stuff than I had written when I was in the 90s. So, uh, bravo, sir. Is the opening page say philosophy? What does it say as a header? Philosophy. I, th- I thought so. What's the philosophy? Oh, the very first entry on 821 says, even if you have no place to go, you're always going somewhere. Ooh, it's the next day, 822 says, wisdom is only forbidden power. It is a test that may be used only to gain status and to educate others, not a weapon used to make others seem stupid or obsolete. You had, like, authority issues, huh, James? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually probably a fairly good insight to where I was at the time. Here, we'll skip to, like... 825, have no expectations. If you have made people think that you shall do something, you must live up to it. It's better to surprise your peers and leave a a winner rather than engage. (laughs) I like your apathy, James. All right. That's definitely 
douchier things I have in my and how have I held on to it for I think it's important 30 years yeah no just occasionally you're like you know I just shed everything every couple of years the only thing I've really kept the only reason I got a storage unit is because I had too much money invested in tools Mm. oh this that that's part of just a small box of things that like I curate that box it's like stuff that definitely can't get rid of it can be Things that I have a strong emotional tie to, something, but it has to fit in this box. If, if some, if it gets to the point where I can't close the box, something's got to go. Mm. But I have not gotten to that point. Like anything not in that box, that you, everything else you see on this wall is a largely expendable, but that box is not. And that book found its way into that box somehow. Hey. You have to. There's a picture of a dude fucking a duck, man. <laughs> did you yeah. get a good picture of yeah, it? I did. I put it. Up, I put it up on our thing on our page, and, and I shared it oh, on, onto my own thing. What did you? So, what did you yeah. say about it? It's, it's old notebooks are fun. Dot dot dot. <laughs> oh god! I don't. Uh, for for me, it just uh, it's, I don't I don't I don't think I have any of my old writings anymore unless it was in a joke book now, but. I have, uh, what's interesting is uh, I'll listen to music that I listened to back then just to kind of remind, like, I don't really need to listen to Matchbox 20, but that album signified like a really horrid year in my life. And so I was like, I'll listen to it. I'm it like, sounds oh. terrible. You were listening to Matchbox 20. Dude, I was yeah. into them before the radio was. Dude, Fuck these guys. All I, these guys are posters. I was a true fan. I, now, feel, I feel you. I had a King of Leon year. It was not good. <laughs> right. It's not a good but year. I'll listen to it and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad I'm not that sad person anymore. So, yeah. Like, you know, I I'm having a hard time listening to Eminem now. Really? Oh, because yeah. you don't want to be angry and pissed off at white women. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess. But even like, it's just like, nah. Like, I I I will have like a shuffle on my phone in my car that I, I work. It's at Bluetooth, mm-hmm. and I listen to Spotify. Ninety percent of the times that a song of his will come on, I'll fucking next, next, mm-hmm. next. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And I used to love Eminem. I don't. know. It's just not my thing anymore. Dude, there's so much punk I can't listen to anymore. Mm. Like when is the last time you actually listened to like an Offspring song? I mean, I, I still like. like I'm not saying you can't like it because yeah. I still love the Offspring, but like yeah. to try and like actually listen to and feel the Offspring. There's only a couple songs. I it's can hard, man. It's yeah. too. It's too like. If, if I'm driving like from here to Fort Collins or something, I'll put on the Rise and Fall of Rage and Grace, and that album I really, really dug. I think I don't know if that was the last. It was like the next to the last album that they did. I don't know that one, but as far as like listen to Smash again. No, you know, like half of come out and play, and I'll be like, "All right, that's ignition." Cool, the, there's a few songs in it on ignition that I still love. Just kick him when he's down. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's a Black Magic. I like that song. But Offspring lost me when they did um, the rip off of Obla D Obla Da. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was on because uh, I was already I'd gone by the time that song had come out. I had become of age where I was really like getting in to the like weirder Beatles stuff. I was oh. like really on the white album at that point. Right. And then I heard that song and I'm like, that's literally this Beatles song. What song yeah. is this? Why don't you get it? Why don't you nah, get a job? Nah, why don't you get a job? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Obla D Obla Da by the Beatles. Almost perfect form. Mm. All the music is just, just off enough that you're not going to get, a, like copyright suit, but yeah, so but it's close. millions of songs. But that's no this what like 
I mean, also like I that's one of the songs that I skip that I haven't heard in forever. So but that whole al- that album, aside from that song, was pretty freaking awesome, though. I think. which one? Which one is that? Conspiracy Ixnay, of One or no, Ixnay Ixnay on, on the Ombre? Ixnay on the Ombre. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that, that's it. Yeah. Seems like Offspring. Every other album they did was really, really awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Weezer. <laughs> Dude, I'm concerned for Rivers because uh, the, I listened to the Black album uh, a couple of months ago, and I'm like, he's still talking about wanting to fit in with the cool kids. I'm like, dude, you're like in your 40s now. <laughs> like, why do you give a shit about this? Is is I don't know. He I, figured out early on. He knew by the Green album that there was a formula, and yeah. he locked onto that formula stuck and with just it. ran with it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hate him for it, but like, I think the Green album was the last one I really, really dug. Red was weird. I love the blue album still to this day. That one is still such a bad. It's one of those albums that's so great, but um, Buddy Holly ruined it for a lot of people because it got so overplayed. Fair, fair. Oh, okay, um, but I love like because I worked at a movie theater and mm. it, we had a, a six disc carousel that played all the songs in the lobby. Mm. And most of it was all Disney soundtracks. Oh, but man. But in the 90s, it was yeah. like Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Like mm-hmm. just, oh, made me want to kill myself. And then we got him to finally put in one album that wasn't that, mm-hmm. and it was that Weezer Blue album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Wasn't this a theme song about a retarded kid? Uh, no, they use that for the thieves. Yes, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah um, for that show. With Corky uh, and fucking Patty. Life Lepone goes on. Was his mom. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. My mom made us watch that show all the time because my reti- my aunt my aunt has Down syndrome. Trying to get through. Bad he tells me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the songs are about two completely different things. Yeah, but like the the beats there. Yeah. I hate how when they play the song on the radio, they, they, they edit out bitch every time. Yeah. So, Every fucking time. That's when Offspring lost me. When I saw that, I was like, oh, you're copying the Beatles. Uh, but I think at one point I saw it in a used pile at uh, at Zia Records in uh, Tempe. And I'm like, all right, I'll give the album a shot. Because that was one of the things that I really picked up uh, a great habit from my, older, uh, from my brother, Drew, is that when we got an album or he got an album, we would sit downstairs in the basement and we would listen to that album over and over again just to really absorb because. It's not like there's the internet. There's no YouTube. There's none of this shit. And you know, it was, sure, it's how you learned albums. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, I learned how to like appreciate a whole album as opposed to just one or two songs off it. Um, but yeah, when I got Ixnay on the Ombre, I'm like, oh, this is actually a pretty good album. Cool. That happened to me with movies, though. Like, uh, I still have the Born movies, right? Okay. And then there was that fourth one that they made with Matt Damon. It was the one. It was like the one. It was like one, two, three, and then it was Jer- Jeremy Renner was like one yes, of them. Yeah, and I liked that one. I didn't actually see that one, but like they made another one after that one that was Matt Damon. But Matt's getting old. He's getting older, man. He can't do the same kind of shit. So 
they had to really amplify the speed cuts and this and that. And, mm. and then you start to notice like, oh, this is what this whole movie basically fucking is. Mm-hmm. It's just speed cuts and I'm, and making shit look faster than it is. And and like that's and then I saw so I went back and watched all the, the, the first three and I was like, it's like it ruined it for me. Yeah, you, it's like you fuck. Saw, <laughs> you finally saw what the formula was. And you're like, I'm not oh, saying like no. there's not cool parts in it, but it's just like it's just basically the same movie three times in a row. Well, yeah. One, so one of the things I've come to like grips with is like when I was sort of like when one of the first movies I ever saw was James Bond, Doctor No, right? The first James Bond movie. Yeah. Um, and being a probably eight year old like that imprinted like I'm a huge Bond fan. And I always loved those. And then you get to the later ones, and the fight scenes are amazing. You know, there's fucking wire work and crazy. Now, what do you mean shot. by later ones? Like the Daniel Craig, even Pierce Brosnan ones. The action is ridiculous. Mm. And then I went back and watched Doctor No, and I was watching it with a buddy. And this is some time ago. Who, like, he's he was a fighter for a while, and you watch the fights in the early Bond movies, and he quite accurately pointed out he was like that's actually like kind of how fights are they're not these like crazy fucking like i it's like takes jumping on them and like you're wrestling you know against the ground and just using it's like desperation fighting as opposed to like and now we fight you know like the kung fu side of it where it's like i'm i'm completely prepared for any environment, for any opponent, I can counter them. Whereas in the early ones, they actually fought like we would probably fight somebody. You know, it's like, oh, that's an interesting point. Oh, you- John Wick ruined uh, fight scenes for so many other movies just because the way, uh, the, the, way the amazing way that the fight choreography in those movies are. Like those are the ones gunfight choreography in particular. Yeah, everything about it was just as far as action films. So I'm like, man, everything else sucks at that. Like uh, watching, um, if any guys seen the Daredevil series on Netflix, yes, yes. the single shot fight scenes. Yeah, in Daredevil the, ruined those everything. those fight scenes because they wrote like when you definitely watch, the one in the stairs. Oh, dude, that season two with the Punisher. Oh, yeah, that the was eleven awesome. and a half minute single shot. You mm-hmm. mean that was quite like the. One in the first season, which was like in five hall- minutes yeah. in the, the Russian hallway, that was great. Mm-hmm. And then that stairs scene, and you're like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. That's it. Uh, another one of my favorites is the Punisher fight scene where he's in the jail. Oh, that was amazing. Because oh. it told the story of like, not, it was just, it was, it was so much, so different from what, obviously, how Daredevil fought, right? And the Punisher's like, no, he's brutal. He's not trying to carry this out. He's going to break something and just move on to the next thing. And he's just, oh, that that was fucking awesome. What about the fight scene in, uh, uh, the, what the, what's that, gentleman, distinguished gentleman, the the British spy movie? Oh, the League of Extraordinary no, no, Gentlemen. No, something else. The Kingsman. Uh, the Kingsman, thank you. The Kingsman. Oh, the fucking church scene? Yeah. Which, which was a doctored single shot, but the effect is still perfect, and I yeah. don't give a shit because, yeah, with a... Uh, um, that uh, fuck the. I also loved when they did that same fight scene in uh, Family Guy. Yeah, they recreated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it was Chris and Meg in the cafeteria. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the old boy? That's like the the king of all single shot fight scenes, but nobody ever. It's like it's like watching a side scrolling video game. Here, let me see if I can find it. Um, was it similar to the one where it was GSP what, at what point Hager? did you like what point did you see a Kung Fu movie and you were like oh fuck yes 
Oh, the first Because I remember, uh, I, I remember like, uh, I wasn't a huge Bruce Lee guy. Like, I appreciated him or whatever. But the first time I saw a fucking Jet Li movie, yeah. I was like, what? Mm. What? So this, and I, I, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Ruh, row. Because I want to show it on. Show it on the thing. We were doing show it. Fight class and AMDA, our favorite fight scene to watch over and over again was The Princess Bride because we worked with rapiers and shit. That one was like, oh, that was my favorite sword fight out of anything. I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk tw- uh, 2077, so this seems like exactly. On PS4? Yeah. And Did you get refunded? Uh, nope. Really? When what I, happened? No, it's uh, there's so many glitches in that game, but I still love it. Like it's like Skyrim when you first played Skyrim, and it just keeps glitching out oh. on you. But you'd still play it anyways because the game was that good. Oh yeah. I just I've, I've heard nothing I don't know anything stories. about this game. It's I I've just been That's watching. It's pretty badass, by the way. That's uh, I love that. It's um, gosh, what was it? it reminds me, uh, Quentin Tarantino did something similar to that in Kill Bill with um. That he got it from Shadow Warriors. Yes, with the silhouettes and everything, and, and the big, when he's fighting the eighty-eight. Fight, yeah, the crazy eighty-eights. There's a lot of that. Obviously, it's not through a silhouette, but it's basically same idea. Yeah. And th- like a lot of people use this scene as like the catalyst, but this was like the first single shot fight scene in this respect that people have been like, in it's been inspiring to people. Like that first uh, um, Daredevil one was completely inspired they just took a different angle with it and had mm-hmm. people pop out of all the doors the one in the stairwell i don't know where he came up with that idea because you got to be a fucking sadist to be like all right i'm gonna need all these cameras and all like i'm gonna have to move the camera and then go down with the camera can you imagine the rig required to oh, yeah. follow that what i thought was so amazing is that it also made like daredevil look like from the point of a view of the criminal he is absolutely fucking terrifying as he's walking and he's just smashing all the lights with that chain in his hand and just beating the shit out of everybody. You can see like, holy crap, this guy is scary. You know, I'm like, it, it, it told a good story. <laughs> it's like, I'm put him on my level. I can't see, neither can they. And I'm yeah. going to have some fun. Like there's like, pro- mm. like a prophetic nature of that. I mm. really, I don't, I haven't seen one better since. The malice of the palace. <laughs> Dude, that shit's wild. You've seen that before, right? You know what I'm talking about? The fight? Yeah. The NBA the fight? Malice at the Palace? Yeah. Have you ever seen this? No. Oh, oh no, I haven't. Oh. This is like a four and a half minute long basketball fight in a fucking arena of like the NBA. It's, is this it? Yeah. So this is like NBA players fighting? Yeah. No, well, it, it goes into the crowd too. Detroit versus Indiana. Yeah. yeah. So there's Ron. He pushes Ron Artest. Uh, sorry, I tried to go full screen. All right. it's this is nothing compared to No man, to my- don't talk about my mama. Man, your mama makes dried macaroni. <laughs> Whenever your fight's trying to be broken up by guys in uh, well tailored suits. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't do it, guys. Don't uh, watch, do it. The NBA doesn't approve of this. Watch this. Bang. Water cup hits him. And then he goes into the fucking crowd. 
and starts just fucking wailing on this fucking guy. Who wasn't the one that threw it. It's the guy in the Wallace shirt, the blue fucking shirt and the hat. He's the guy that actually threw the cup. They found footage of that. Yeah. But when Ron Artest <laughs> ran up into the crowd, he fucking blew right by the guy, not knowing. And and in comes Ric Flair. <laughs> All no. of a sudden, you... Did this dun, 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 dun. You hear the thing, stone cold rolls yeah, in. Just walks in there. <laughs> Two beers. <laughs> All right, which one of you some bitches? Did get hop over the can of whoop ass first? Piece of trash. God, I wish I had the fucking Goldberg entrance music on the soundboard. <laughs> what are the songs to have? People are throwing. <laughs> You see some of the guys like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is pretty chaotic. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. It gets it gets crazier. Because then the fans like... They get on the court. They start running on the court. Uh, and then the players start fighting with the fans. It reminds me of that disco sucks thing that happened in that Chicago game in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. They're going to burn oh, uh, all the disco things. The, uh, which the, they also did on 25 cent beer night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking basketball. What a horrible thing to happen on the dozen egg chicken night. night. Yeah. <laughs> on dozen egg <laughs> night. <laughs> Man, I love that movie. The movie's just endlessly good. Oh. Was that before or after? Or was that before or after they started South Park? No, that was after South Park. It was after, after South, South Park started, I believe. But before yeah. their movie, that was the first. Okay, that was the first. No, second movie. Orgasmo they, they had done Orgasmo before that. Yeah. Orgasmo is a. It's a goddamn masterpiece. Uh, Cannibal, or was it Cannibal the Musical? Was was his grad school film. Yeah. That was Trey's grad school. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's It's not not good. No, it seems like a grad school uh, film uh, is what it is. A grad school student film. Whatever. Orgasmo is funny. Watch Orgasmo. Have you seen it? Do you know anything about it? I've seen it like a, like a long time ago. It's like a Mormon dude who goes to LA to make money for his family or something like that. He ends up be doing porn and like stunt dicks and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, yeah, it's funny. funny. I yeah. saw it in theaters and it was the weirdest movie ever because it was an NC-17, but right. it played like I'm from a relatively small town in a conservative part of the country. Mm. We went, there was like literally us and like five other dudes, two of which were wearing trench coats. Mm. So they thought they were coming to a fucking porn flick, but it was in like a normal theater right. that we had gone and seen like other. Well, they got better snacks movie. here, whatever. It's like popcorn is delicious here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching uh, uh, South Park bigger, longer and cut in the theaters, like opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, actually it was, it was after opening weekend. It was like during the middle of the day and I'm sitting down, I sit down and I see, this uh, this guy comes in with his two kids, and I'm like, this is a rated R film, and these are like seven, eight-year-old kids and stuff. They're pretty young, and I'm like, all right, maybe you know this is the kind of stuff that lets them watch this stuff. And they're kind of going along with it, but it was so amazing because when they start the shut your fucking, fucking face, face, uncle, uncle fucker, fucker, you're a boner-biting yeah, bastard, yeah. uncle fucker, so, you're the, an uncle fucker. I must say, you yeah, fucked fuck your, your uncle, uncle yesterday. yesterday. Oh, <laughs> uncle fucker. <laughs> So what was amazing? I love that soundtrack. In the movie, when people are walking out in the movie, that's exactly the same time where all the parents who brought their kids were getting up and walking out of the theater. I'm like, these guys are geniuses. Holy shit. That was was Andy Kaufman couldn't have played it better himself. Those guys are geniuses, man. They're fucking great. Somebody at work said uh, that they're like, what? Like I I asked if like when they had that episode come out recently about the about COVID. Yeah. 
was like, has anyone seen it? And a few people did. One of the guys I work with goes, Yo, why would I want to watch 10-year-old libertarian humor? I'm like, really, man? You're talking about the pandemic special that yeah. like, we all watched together? Yeah. Which was fucking brilliant. It was great. Dude, I'll never hear, whenever I hear kickstart my heart like ever again, I'll fucking think of fucking the police going overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. By the end of that, I was so fucking stoned. Thanks, Bear. No that I don't even remember like the third act other than the part where um, Mr. Garfield, uh, it's Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison as Trump basically comes out with a flamethrower and burns like the vaccine or something. And I was just like, I just remember that. And I remember a lot, but I don't remember like most of act three. <laughs> I kind of want to watch. Yeah, I love the part where they're in the build a bear and he's freaking out trying to stuff the bear and he doesn't know what he's doing. He just loses his mind. I love how they made him Trump. Mr. Garrett. Yeah. That's great. That is because everyone's doing that nowadays. Mr. Mr. President, Mr. Slave is on the phone for you. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fact they made him president, I think is a genius move. I thought it was really smart because like, I don't know. It's just whenever you try to like really go at Trump, it doesn't really, it comes off weird and douchey. Like Alec Baldwin's impression of him is terrible. Well, didn't, didn't, didn't uh, I, 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 Matt and Trey just recently release like a deep fake? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump reading a concession speech yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it. There's Is a it whole worthwhile. Sh- there's a show it. they had where they basically do like the news, and it's out of a. It's something like it's something out of like a, a a news channel, like a local news channel out of Wyoming, out of Larimer. It's a fake one, and they, they they're doing like their local news, and they will do deep fakes about news stories with these people's it's fucking genius because it's <laughs> but uh but they like they, they go like a different direction with it like they're not it's not hack with them like that's the thing with him yeah yeah it's uh, like this like the sassy justice hour or something like that sassy justice hour is a pretty decent band reindeer said okay i agree we'll do it but only if you can promise that it's not rigged and it's not a fix. <laughs> and the big day came in the forest and the election happened. This is only a minute. So people overall. started, they started cheating. The numbers changed. <laughs> 300,000 in just Pennsylvania. And that's Dominion. <laughs> Owns shares in the company Dominion. And they say he won, he's won. He won the election and he did not win the election. Uh, this bothers me. He didn't win because they cheated. <laughs> and they I I fought an honest election. And you know what happened to the little reindeer? He died. <laughs> oh my god. So that bothers me. Why is that? Uh The whole like I don't I don't care about Trump. He can make fun of Trump or whatever. But to like bring up the election like that specifically, it bothers me that there's known election fraud. Maybe not on a scale large enough to have turned an election one way or the other. But there's definite provable known election fraud, and no one seems to think that that's worth looking into. I remember. Like I'm I'm not pro Trump. I'm not pro Biden. But the fact that that election with provable fraud in more than four states. 
that it's it doesn't matter if it's enough to overturn a vote. It doesn't matter. Like, how am I supposed to believe anything the government does if everything is corruptible? Because no vote anybody in this room or anybody in this country has ever done, save for 538 people, none of our votes actually matter. Nobody gives a shit. It's the 538 people that actually cast their vote, as a matter of fact, today. Yeah. The Electoral College is the only vote that counts, and they can technically vote however they want. They shouldn't, and they, I'm sure there's all kinds of weird issues that may come with it, but we do this whole rigmarole for a public election literally to just tell 538 people how to vote. That's why nobody gives a shit, because voter fraud is irrelevant, because they could always control that if they really wanted to, and that's largely why people want to get rid of the Electoral College. And then once it becomes a popular vote issue, you imagine that that's when people will start caring. You're absolutely right. There's voter fraud in every election of some discernible amount. It's well known. It, there's irregularities. There's, over, there's not enough resources put towards it. Most of them volunteers to actually carry out a properly counted election. But that's because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We don't vote for the president. We vote for senators and governors and all that, but we do not vote for president. But I think a lot of normies, a lot of normal people nowadays are starting to lose faith in the whole thing and the whole system. Well, I also, it would also, I think part of it because the whole social media algorithm thing, there was a lot of folks that, thought this thing was going to go with a huge, massive landslide. And when it didn't, they were still, even though, let's say that, you know, yeah, Biden won, but they're like, but wait, I thought this was supposed to be a landslide. It's like, a, no, it wasn't. It's and, a pretty size. Of, it, I mean, it's not a Reagan-esque no, that, size landslide. When I say landslide, that's what I mean. He still won by fucking 8 million votes. Yeah. And f- what, 80 fucking electoral votes? That's not close as elections go. Yeah. No, I just like the media stuff too. Is not. I used to think. I think they thought it was going to be more than that. I well, guess. everybody thought it was going to be like when Reagan won. Beat Mondale, and it yeah. was like he lost one state. Mm. <laughs> I think the Democrats burned like all their goodwill getting Biden in office because no one's going to believe anything that comes out of their fucking mouths anymore. Especially I have I, a theory. Especially seeing how the Hunter Biden laptop thing—that's true now. And CNN's finally talking about it. Well, how convenient! They, how how convenient! How and how convenient! It's going to be a big deal for sure. Yeah, but it's but like we, we but you bring it up in you know October, and you literally shut out an entire newspaper from using their platform on Twitter, but then you fast forward past the election into December where it's close to being ratified to be president uh, to him being the president, and now all of a sudden CNN and all, all of them are like. Oh yeah, well it's been actually being investigated since 2018, and yeah, well there's this thing, and, uh, or, or some of them have been like, "Can you believe about this laptop?" And everyone's like, Are "You fucking shitting me right now?" So like, there's they, they, they. It's because Biden's a, tr- a placeholder. Oh yeah, I think they knew all that shit going in, and then once he's officially in, they're gonna try and get him out. Of course they are. They're gonna yeah. put Kamala, Kamala, yeah, right in. Yeah, like he'll step down. I, I can't. I can't see him going four years. She is going. They're gonna. In twenty, if that's the case, in twenty twenty four, and she's a narc. Yeah, in twenty twenty four, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. No, they won't. They've already here, figured out how to rig the election. No, here's, I, I, the, here's the fun part. Yeah, she comes in as a VP, and Joe Biden say he resigns 
at any time during his presidency, yeah. she can still get two more terms. If, so she could be a president for 11 years. If, though, if... Not 11 years, only no. only 10. No, she can only win... Two terms, correct. Yeah, but she, but uh, but she but 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 she has to, she it has to happen after uh, January twenty first, twenty twenty three. It has to because if anything before that is considered a term, so she can't run two more times. That's a term for you. You can run again. Yeah, because that's I remember this because when it was when Clinton was in fucking all that trouble with Monica Lewinsky, and it was very close to the midway point of that term, and people were like, "Yo, is Clinton gonna fucking resign now?" Because if he does now. If he does it now, then then Gore will. This will be considered a full term for Gore, and he can only run once. Where if he waits until this point, then he can run twice. It's it's a you've got to if if it's more than if if it's like fifty one if it's like fifty point one percent of the time, it's considered a term. But but I can see them doing that. That's what I think about terms. That's that's how I feel. No, about legitimately, terms. I believe everything should have term limits. Way yeah. much shorter than they do now. My, uh, I'm actually paying attention. I'm going to pay attention to the primaries, uh, uh, elections now in between. Because anybody, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, if they've been in for more than two terms, I'm voting against them. That's pretty much the only. I'm like, yeah, eh, there's my fuck you. Here you yeah. go. I, get to I also vote out judges. Yeah. The only judge I did not vote out was the guy that married Jenny and I. And I thought, hey, he was a nice okay, guy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But everybody else, I'm like, fuck these guys. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I just. Um, I don't know. I, I think Kamala will be a terrible president. I think she'll be really bad, like really fucking bad. And then um, I think it's just going to be the next like 20 years is going to be flip, flop, flip, flop, back, forth, back, forth. You mean like the 20 years that led up to it? But like I, I, I'm like, it, at least the presidents <laughs> were reelected, though. Yeah, I think that's going to stop. That's going to stop. I think this will start. I think every four years it's going to be bang, bang, fucking new guy, new guy. Nah, they said that after W. It has to be somebody really, really charismatic. That's that's, that's the other problem, though. But yeah, now I also yeah. learned that I'm like, hey, when somebody's really charismatic, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be good at the job. So yeah, that's uh, that's something I learned uh, over the past uh, twenty years. So but, I'm like, oh, okay. Black Jesus taught me that. It's like Vladimir Putin actually couldn't be president to think for more than three terms in a row. It says in a row in the in their constitution. Yeah. So what he did was he was two, he was president two terms in a row, then became like the prime minister. Yeah. Let this random dude be president for four, like four for four or six years. Yeah. However, like the, the cycle is there, and then as soon as he was done, he's like, I'm running for president again. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking ran. It's so, in your best interest to vote for me. So. <laughs> Gotta love an oligarchy. Yeah. That's why I'm really. I've uh, when you guys were talking about aliens uh, before, I'm like, man, that's great that. They're like it seems like every month now there's somebody else in the government's like yep found an alien spacecraft or yep we have material from it or yep look here's another pilot talking about it and hey look do you think they're just telling us this shit now because they're trying to throw us off the scent of something else I think it could be both things who do you have my honest opinion good I believe uh, so you're familiar with paperclip yeah Operation paperclip yeah and we know who Vermer von Braun is yep. as a result yep. Dave yep. Creator Former of the Nazi. V2 rocket. Yep. Hanger of Jews. Yes. Uh, he Technically, I don't think he hung any Jews personally. He found the best way to tie a noose. I'm sure of that. No, he was worried about rockets, man. He wanted to go to space. I know. I'm just saying. Smart okay. guy. He's not doing uh, it himself. He's finding the best way to do it. Fair. 
Uh, but he, uh, so he becomes the godfather of NASA. Yep. And they're they're like he's he's giving a speech in like the seventies before he passes on, and he goes he goes after after the Nazis it was the Russians, and then after that it'll be the terrorists, and then after that it'll be the aliens. So and he called this in the seventies, hmm. because that plan is already laid out before him. But like the terrorists, what are the terrorists now? Because the terrorists are anything that creates terror, James. It doesn't necessarily have to be a race or a place or. I think it's a general population now. Well, see that, and that's where I'm going with this. Is like now there haven't been terrorist attacks publicized in the news in the entire duration of Trump's presidency, right? I think that's thanks to W. Best my knowledge. Welcome. (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> I don't and mean the, that. the terrorism that we have, quote unquote terrorism, we've seen have been either attributed to different political viewpoints within our country. Yeah. Why haven't we? We have a million troops deployed around this this world. There's nothing going on. They've for four years, they've been sitting there like fiddling with their dicks. There's shit happening, but we we don't hear about any of it. None of it. Things are happening, but we're so insularly focused on how we hate each other as Americans. Yeah, yeah. That we haven't realized like the whole reason we have a million we're spending what? A more on our defense budget than the next twenty five countries combined. Mm-hmm. Why we haven't heard that in the last four years? I haven't heard anything that warrants that kind of budget. China. I mean, not. I mean, we can't. We have. We have a base in Okinawa and one in the Middle East, right? We don't have anything else close. Uh, Philippine yeah. Islands. Don't we? I mean, don't we have Korea, a bunch of South stuff Korea, Guam, South Korea, South Korea? Yes, we have a presence at the DMZ. And well, there's also Busan and a couple of places. Yeah, we have a couple. I'm, of bases I'm asking and, you. You worked at a base, so you would know where the bases are. I don't. Navy wise, Navy wise is there's. Believe it or not, in country, not that many. Not that many, like in like as far as like you got you got Puget Sound, you got San Diego, you got Pearl Harbor, you got um, there was one in Georgia that closed it. You got Norfolk, Virginia, right? Allen, there, Nevada, I think, or nope. Uh, no, I'm talking like Navy wise, oh, like, okay. like like ports on the, and then you got uh, Portsmouth, which is where I worked, and then there's a couple of private ones. There's a Groton and Mystic River in Connecticut, but <laughs> there's not a lot. But, but like we'll close those like that. But we will not close, like, because we had we had one in Boston. That's a hilarious story. You want to talk about how fucking petty fucking Richard Nixon is? Portsmouth was supposed to be closed, like in the sixties. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Well, it's actually Maine, but whatever. It's a whole other story. He, uh, so they were on the chopping block. It was gonna happen. They stopped buying shit. So it was it was like getting to the point like where like they were just running out of what they had for supplies, and then it was gonna be adios. And then the election happened, and Richard Nixon won every fucking state in the union except for Massachusetts. So Richard Nixon went into the Oval Office, scribbled out fucking Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and then wrote in Boston, Massachusetts, and closed theirs instead. 
That's the only thing that saved us from have, from from being being closed. But where are our naval bases? Like we those have, are the ones. No, that's it. No, worldwide. Oh, worldwide. We Marshall there's Islands. One in, there's one in Bahrain. There's one in the Guam. There's uh, Marshall Islands is one. But the Guam one's big. Is Def- Okinawa naval or is that strictly? Uh, it's not. It might be like they they don't do anything like refueling or like management wise. They might be like a hub there that they hang out in. But if they need to be fixed up or anything like that, no. Like that's in Fair. Guam. There's one in Bahrain. Uh, there's, I think there's one. There was one in Scotland. I don't know if that's there anymore, because uh, they used to send people there to Scotland all the time back in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, that was where one of the UK's major major uh, naval bases, yeah. at least in World War One, was. But like this, uh, that's it. There's some other places too. But like they have places where they where they kind of set up shop. But like I'm talking like an actual like. A base like a naval base. That's that's pretty much it. But like they want to close all that shit all the time. They do it all the time. It's fucking, and we close most of the ones at home. That's the fucking shit that blows my mind. Because I lived in that Woodstock ninety nine. Yeah, what, that that was abandoned Air Force. Yeah, base. it was at Griffiths Air Force. I and was that, there. That place fucking closed the moment I moved there in like ninety four. Woodstock ninety nine, where and I you, got second degree dude, burns. And- it was like showing up to a party. And the moment you show up, everyone leaves. That's what happened in fucking Utica. It was like, because Griffiths left. And they, they, they had like over 100,000 employees working there. And they went, nope, we're done. It went from like 10,000 employees or t- something crazy, like a high number of people working there to like 500. Because they still used the base. But like nobody worked there. They just closed the fucking thing. And it crippled the economy. It was... It was they're, they're just, I don't know why they don't close. They close, they'll close shit here before they close shit overseas. And I don't understand that. I just, something I'd never because got. Because there's less of a direct threat here than there is overseas. There's, but there's, that's the logic behind it. I guess. No, I it's, think, it's yeah. treaty power. We have a base here. We can protect you, sign our treaty. So, so we'll, we have a bigger seat at the table because our military isn't just in our country, it's in many countries. We have that. That's why they say America's the most powerful country in the world it has nothing to do with our economy or our people. We have agreements to have fucking military bases all over the planet. And we're literally, other than Russia, who has a little bit of a reach, we're everywhere. Yeah. We, can, we can put a bomb on the ground in five hours on any part of this planet. Yeah. Period. And that's probably a high number. It's probably like three. We could put a bomb in your on your doorstep in three hours if asked to. Which is that's even better than FedEx. <laughs> Fuck Amazon Prime. Drones. Use the military to bring me my goods. <laughs> that's what, picture some soccer mom. You'd see like these freaking drone shooting <laughs> diapers at single moms. Yeah. <laughs> Hellfire and missile coming with the Amazon smile on it, and you're like, uh. <laughs> like those right. those those gunboats in uh, Captain America two. They yeah. actually exist, but it's just for package delivery. Yeah. They they triangulate and they can fucking launch a package onto your door from like a fucking quarter mile away. Just like they're not responsible for the damage to the package or your door <laughs> or to your skull, which is absolutely where it's going to hit you. They can even read your mind before you even knew you were going to order it. It's on your doorstep. You're just like, I was about to hit place order, and it's here. Well, it's, it's the microchip that. from the vaccination. Yeah. 
the the microchip that gives you Bell's palsy. Yeah, I heard about that. It gives you Bell. I fucking goddamn well, Bell's palsy is temporary, so it's a thing. But oh, man, still, yeah. it's a it's a really funny. Is thing. that where your face goes numb? Yeah, yeah so, it's uh, Jr. from uh, J, uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Well, like my dad um, got Bell's palsy from a Lyme's disease incident, and I'll never forget it because I was like maybe 13, 14, and he dropped me off. You know, at my first like job. I was a caddy and he's dropping me off and I, I didn't really know this and he turns to me he's like have a good day and he's like half his face didn't work I'm like the fuck just happened like I Fear didn't notice two face I didn't know, <laughs> right but I like, didn't but, notice it on the drive a, to work he's like doing a coin do I pick him up or not do I pick him <laughs> this, this is definitely fair. A, a bell's let him palsy. walk <laughs> if I get if I have to take the vaccine which is the only way I'll take it is I'm forced to I will not. And I see that as a possibility as my one of my jobs saying you have to have this and me having to weigh that and probably talking to legal to be like, if I if you're forcing me to take it and I have side effects, you're liable for that shit. You recognize that. Mm. Like, that's my biggest thing is like any employer that's like, you can't come to work without the vaccine. It's like you are then liable for anything that ca- and any costs that come with this bar none. Mm-hmm. If I fucking get Bell's palsy and doesn't go work, cool. I, you get to pay me for the rest of my natural life yeah, because I'm, I can't work now. I'm sure workman's comp is going to be dying to cover people for that. So Right. Um, which, yeah, they're not. But oh, fuck, work, work, Workman's comp's fucking garbage. Yeah, no, but it's... It's one of those, yeah, it's a weird thing because I think at one point we were setting up to like if we were wondering if we were going to be opening up the restaurant or at least like maybe 25%, which isn't enough to keep any business in place. But yeah, um, especially for like, a barbecue joint where you got to cook for masses. Yeah. You can't just do one off dishes in a barbecue joint. Exactly. So they're like, all right, what's this for? And there was supposed to be like, you know, uh, a next door app or something where they want, uh, they're going to want us to take people's temperature as well as their name. Before they come to the restaurant, and I'm like, I don't tracking. feel good. Ab- I don't feel good about this at all, man. Like, like I don't like. I just. I th- but at the same time, anytime you pay with a debit card, you're giving your personal information. You know what I mean? So that was something Jenny reminded me. She's like, "Stop being so dramatic." <laughs> you well, do that no, shit but all it, the time. It's, it's very interesting that you say that because there, that's like a double sided coin, right? Because mm-hmm. you have some businesses that are doing the COVID tracking thing. Mm-hmm in the interest of like people will trust us Mm -hmm. and then you have people that are like they're doing a COVID tracking thing and why the fuck should we trust you yeah like double edge like but to your point what's the fucking difference you're paying with a debit card 95 percent of the time but mm-hmm. also there's some people that aren't going to want to do that they just aren't going to they're just not going to want to most and of our clientele is just a lot of angry people but that's people. what i mean but, is like you have people that will avoid places that are that's, doing this yeah that's why they're going some down. that'll go for it yeah but and then to dave's point it's like you're still like giving us your credit card which is a more effective tracking your mm-hmm. phone knows that you were here the whole fucking time, or at least one of your family's phones, because you forgot to go- turn off location tracking on your daughter's phone, or whatever the case may be. Like mm-hmm. we know you were here. Who gives a shit? It's been weird watching the general public's reaction to this, at least from from uh, my. Go ahead. No, I was, no, I was going to let you oh, finish no. and just, just I'll get I've to seen him. people come into the restaurant that they're pissed off that they can't. Like at least once a day, I get somebody that calls. Like, are you open for indoor dining? 
And I'm like, I'm fortunate, you know, I, I want to scream like, fuck, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, why do you keep asking? It's been this way for a while. It's got to be this way for a while. But I don't know if they're white. I'm like, if you want to sit on the patio, we can't, but I don't have heaters out there, you know, and they're like, well, that's just bullshit. That's just a shit. Like, I could tell they're pissed off, and they're like, I'm being pissed off for you. I'm like, no, you're directing your anger at me. Please stop. <laughs> like, right. Not weird. my decision. Yeah, it's not anybody. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not the bosses thinking, like, yeah, we'll just shut down. I'm like, nope. No. It's It's been creepy. Crappy. I don't know. I, I think both sides are shit, but both extremes are, bo- are both oh, yeah. garbage. They're mean to... I don't know, like to be like it's my right not to wear. The, but in reality, it's like, well, if if you want to live in a libertarian society, all right, and that business decides you have to wear a fucking mask, you're wearing a fucking mask, man. It's their call. If this is like a, a pure libertarian society, if they set up rules for their business, fuck the government. This is about them. If 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 the place you work at said you're wearing a mask, there's nothing. It, it, they can't go. It's my right. Well, no, it's our right because it's private property. We own this place in this circle. You have to do what the fuck we have to that that we tell you to do, mm. or I don't have to give you service. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, it goes both ways. I'm allowed to say that. that You're 100 yeah. percent right. But then, the, then, then there's other people. The other side, though, that's like the people that like wear their masks in their car alone. You know, like those, and they're not Lyft drivers, and they're not Lyft drivers. Like you know, what I'm saying, like, and like people that will like pull out their phone and scream at a fucking elderly man for not wearing a mask at a Seven Eleven. I think my favorite. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think my favorite meme on that <laughs> was just a statement. It was like, wearing a mask in the car by yourself is like sticking a thumb up your ass and screaming, wrong hole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you. What, what, what's wrong yeah. with you? I look, I, I, there's, there's no right answer. To any of this, yeah, I, I I agree that businesses should be allowed to decide you wear a mask. Yeah, like and any business owner that's taking a directive from a public official that's like you get to stay open if you do this, that's a tough spot. And I think uh, the history, like when we look back at this, will reexamine the power of governors and mayors everybody has to, to re-examine that. that for the next oh. election they got to do yeah that. It, has it, to be. it needs to be re-examined the power that we're giving them to make these orders that are based on incomplete data not because ma- we yeah. started this with a lot of incomplete data like if you we're in this in one calendar year yeah. we have seen so many changes to the ideas of what we should do to protect this because we don't know what the fuck it is not to, well. Also, the fact that a lot of politicians, a lot of them, are doing the do as I say, not as I do. And that, then when they get caught fucking red-handed, they just go, oh, "Sorry, guys, you know how it is." <laughs> and and most, nothing happens. And they're mostly final term fucking mayors and governors. But like, it's case in point, Hancock here in Denver, who's a piece of shit. And if somebody accidentally. If he accidentally found a bullet in his skull, I'm not sure I'd be upset with it. It's like, oh, it's a shaking. It's right here. I got it. Um, no, I mean, dude, I don't. I, I just, it's, it's just, it's, it's setting up people to get. It's pissing people off. It's really pissing them off. And for them to think this is not going to have blowback, you're going to have blowback for this. This is going to get blowback. You know what that is, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because. People don't. These politicians don't. One of them is going to get killed. And I'm not. I'm not saying they should. Please do not do that. Don't do violence. But I guarantee you, within the next year, if this shit continues, 
they're going to start killing politicians. Someone, some wackadoo's going to run up with a fucking gun and blow someone's fucking head mm-hmm. off, some mayor, and then all of a sudden they're going to champion fucking us getting our guns taken away. They're going to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, they're, they're pushing people to a limit. Wrong. It's, it's like, it's like V for Vendetta, which I watched last night. It's the part where, like, he ratchets it up the fucking screw, uh, the uh, security, and people, some, someone's going to, someone's going to crack. And when they crack, that's when it all goes to hell. Yeah, that's that montage yeah. where the cop kills the kid. Yeah. And then it and, just shows the yeah. police state, you know, yeah. becoming a reality. I, I think that um, we'll, we'll survive this without that level of revolution. But but I don't think it's, I think it's just, just insane shit. I, I, it's just, but if we don't learn from what we allowed to be done to ourselves in the year 2020, if we don't gain some insight into like we let this happen at the yeah. end of the day we let this happen we uh, we trusted somebody that was ill-equipped to inform us yeah and didn't listen to experts as a general whole we didn't we didn't take anything seriously hey maybe that's fine like well there was the also us co- is a service industry yeah Oh, that's yeah. what our what we're based on. Like that's day to day is a service industry, and you literally hit a button and made it go away. Yeah, that's like seventy percent. Yeah, you're fucking over of, a lot of people of life. Yeah, not just to mention jobs, but like normal day to day, you just turned it off in a blink with nobody fighting but back and nobody listening how a lot of these politicians talk to their constituents so they talk to them like they're fucking like they're the vice principal at a fucking high school because <laughs> right. they don't care i know but like it's fucking insane like it's it, you're you're literally ruining people you're ruining them i'm waiting to see what kind of protests are going to pop out like uh when did, when does congress go home because i know they extended for like a, a couple of days they're they? usually gone by now they'll definitely be gone next week because that's christmas week right. and New years and then they won't be back until the week before inauguration day right so i'm thinking if they go home without a stimulus deal there's the, I, they're ideally uh and hopefully in a non-violent way uh, there will be so many protests at every single one of their home office from every business owner that's lost the that lost their ass and be like, you're not getting reelected. Like you can't. It, I don't know. It, it's the the whole that the, I stopped paying attention to the stimulus thing because I got tired of being pissed off all day. I'm like, oh, it's not going to freaking happen. And it's but also like when the government literally shuts you down. So you don't have a job and then you can't pay rent and then you get evicted. What the fuck is that about? It's not my fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, the government literally took my job away. Yeah. And now I can't pay my rent. So now I'm being thrown on the fucking streets. Like, so there's, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I just, there's a lot of things about this that make no fucking sense. Also, the, all the information has been fucking gobbledygook. I'm not like, there's for all, for every one right thing, there's, it's been told 15 different ways. And then now all of a sudden, like, remember masks weren't like a thing. Fauci even said like, oh, you don't wear a mask early on. Early, 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 like yes. February and no, shit. No, that was because yeah. they didn't say because wearing a mask would not prevent transmission. And then it became they, well, they, if everybody wears a mask, then it does because like you're gonna if I'm wearing a mask, you're gonna catch it. But if you're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, you won't. That's the. He also mentioned that he said that kind of also so that there wouldn't be a run on masks. Right, because he wanted to keep it for the professionals. Yeah, that's what they're afraid of. So 
there's there's that. So you're already showing something like, oh, so you're you're bullshitting me now. Like you before, you weren't being honest with me. So as soon as you lost the honesty part, as, as soon as everyone kind of, as soon as there was en- enough people to notice, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Yes. Then it started to infect other people, and then no one had faith in anything what the fuck was going on. And then the politicians who fucking were, a lot of them were heavy-handed and didn't know what the fuck they were doing either. They got drunk with power like fucking Cuomo and fucking all those guys. And then they started like dictating what the fuck you can and can't do, leveling fines on people that were out of fucking control. $5,000? $5,000. That's what happened to that that fucking bar in Staten Island. I I want to, let me backtrack you just a quick second. When you talk about... Fauci and the mask thing. Yeah. Is there anything in your knowledge, anybody in this room, in fact, that if Fauci had said, we need the American public to not buy masks because our medical professionals need them to deal with this. If he had said it that way, which is purely honest, based on what we heard since, that I didn't say everybody should wear a mask because I needed medical professionals. If he yeah. had said that, do you think that would have abated the run on masks any less? No, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it would have been far worse. No, They'd be I, like, no, I will knife my neighbor for no, a I, mask. I can answer that question very easily. Um, paper. Right. <laughs> no, no, okay. You're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But they literally same, said it'll give you the shits and fucking you yeah. can't buy toilet paper. Yeah. Now, you're not wrong about that, right? I, I I know why he did it. I understand, but it's the other part where he admitted to that's why he said the quiet thing out loud. He shouldn't have said that part. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna bullshit people and then just be, just stay on the lie. Or stay on the bullshit. So you'd don't rather go, have him consistently... I'd rather have politicians that don't bullshit. No, no, I, no. That's not... Okay, maybe what I'm saying is not being heard correctly. Maybe I'm not doing a good job here. My point is this, is that when you tell people, when you're still in the shit, I mean, if you want to say this shit years later when we're done with it, fine. But when we're still technically in the shit, for you to go, yeah, everyone has said don't bring masks because of this reason. That's that that makes you look like oh so you're fucking lying now. So then you start losing faith people start losing losing faith in you. Yes. And that's a terrible look and people are not going to be on board because then you're going to go you have to wear a mask now. Well I didn't have to last time so fuck you. So you, a lot of people are going to start doing that and that's when you start getting all of this shit with all of these people that are like I don't trust these motherfuckers and I'm not going to wear a mask. And then that then the people that are militantly about wearing masks are now yelling at those fucking people so you need to wear your mask and then it, that now we're fighting again. We're fighting again because somebody, it just. I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I, I do, I respect that that is exactly what happened. Yeah. However, he was so, <laughs> he was so forced to quickly change position that if he had, he told everybody not to wear masks. If he had held to that, nobody would wear masks today. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I'm I'm going to I'm going to assume everything about COVID is factual, okay? I'm not going to get into the weeds of that. If America had not started to wear masks and his guy's one lie or half truth from March, yeah, caused the death of not we're at what 300,000 American deaths. If we were at a million American deaths, yeah. Because he didn't have, he had the pride to not say, 
yeah, y'all should y'all should be doing this. Yeah. That's on his shoulders. So he had to. This shit moved so fast. Everything about this situation yeah. has moved so fast. The fact that we even have anything close to a viable vaccine within a year yeah, is psychotic. Because oh, the whole world was like, it's on fucking this. psychotic. Yeah. It shouldn't no. be a thing, which is largely by. However, masks. He wanted to preserve masks. He knows that fucking Americans, especially in these very, like, I don't know how do you, like, bipartisan times. Yeah. Like, is going to create a rift. He needed to do something. He had to be like, it's on me, man. He's the head. Yeah. He's the guy. Like, Trump gets to fucking walk out after four years. Uh, he doesn't. He's got a gig. Oh, yeah. No. And so he had to, like, fall on the sword and try to do something. Well, this isn't, like, a trashing Dr. Fauci thing. I, I The guy fucking spent well, his whole life trying to figure out HIV. So, like, he's, like, he knows his shit about infectious diseases. He's pretty good with it. Yes. Right? I've been I, at I'm, it for I'm, 50 years. I'm not saying, yes, like, this right. guy's a fucking an, an, an idiot doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's not what I'm saying. No, like, at all. The point that I'm trying to make is that the way they should have done that, instead of literally telling people, hey, listen, you know how he said don't wear masks? Well, now you have to wear masks. And it's because the reason why we're telling you now is because we're trying to save some. And we didn't want you guys to get them yet. We wanted to get like a stockpile. And then, then we'll give them out to you. Some people are going to go, well, oh, so we should have had masks the whole fucking time. And you tell us not to. And you guys that as in like, ah, you, know, you don't need it. And that, but instead of that being like, yo, hey, uh, new, 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 new thing going on. We just figured out uh, that you got to wear a mask. It's just something we just found out. Because we were all, all flying blind. We didn't know what the fuck this was. You know, we really didn't. They didn't either. No one did. We're just kind of like some people had a better kind of maybe understanding of it a little bit, but like we really didn't know what the fuck we we're dealing with until like what April or May, you know. So here's a quick question. I don't know. I just not to. I know because piss poor management. That's all. Yeah, I'm saying. we're about all around we're way over. Nobody's nobody's a hero in this. There's just so many people fucked up on so many levels. For people to just blame just Trump or or just whoever is everyone fucking failed man everybody did there's not a single fucking hero in this whole situation not in this country no and that's that's a bipartisan thing so before you're like yeah i know trump yeah well how about cuomo or how about this person or how about that person it's a multi-level situation it's not just one guy so maybe that's the one thing that nobody wants to pay attention to yeah like you mean there's not just one guy in charge of everything there's like nobody's running this ship like eh, kind of there's no yeah. superman <laughs> i don't know so this is part what part six of a part uh, of an 18 part series on covid <laughs> sessions here at the you people show and uh, oh. <laughs> i uh the only thing i was doing is that occasionally i used to watch it uh, look at it every day but i'd watch uh, the summary data from the state site on COVID and everything, because I'd always take a look at the deaths and see how many people were dying, right? And for a while, it was like zero to five people, maybe a day. And then that number really, really spiked. I would say probably, I won't be cynical and say, oh, around, you know, I don't know, late October. But um, yeah, the, the the death rate's been, it got way higher, way higher now than it was in the previous months. I don't know if that's just because it's seasonal flu. Is that in on top of that or... Um, 
So. And respiratory issues show yeah, from up wearing masks all the, the time. In, well, in the in the cold, <laughs> um, yeah. you see upper respiratory and cardiac issues happen in the cold. Yep. My sister just got COVID uh, about a week ago. Oof. So, you it's, know. It, look. But she doesn't go outside, which is I think is funny because I actually work with the public and so far I'm doing all right, you know. So, I haven't yeah. missed a day of work. Yeah, right? I wear a mask and that's about it. When you talk about social distancing, that is a flexible term. Yeah. Shall we say a flexible term how often do you wash your mask i wear a mask once oh really and then um i have eight masks oh and only eight and i wear them once and then usually like today washed them all it's usually once a week i just throw them all in and i have one i've been wearing for about four months now Straight. Uh, yeah, you yeah, have probably a new disease we haven't yet discovered. No, the new disease that I have is fighting <laughs> off the COVID. So, all right, it, because it just catches every. This is I don't wash it because of COVID. I wash it because I'm like I'm wearing a HEPA filter on my face that catches all the things. Mm. It doesn't just catch the one thing. Theoretically, it catches all the things, including my awful breath. Um, if I put it on too quick after having a cigarette, like I have a handful where you can see like the like tar circles from my nose (laughs) exhale. That's a really troubling thing. It reminds me of fourth grade when they were like, you don't smoke because of this. And they give you that little demonstration of how much it fucks up your lungs. I was like, I now have a visual representation of how bad cigarettes are. Neat. So yes, I, I wear them one day and I wash them. No. Because I can't bear You're to a much look cleaner at it. person than I am, sir. So I'm apparently pretty filthy. I just so. put them in a fucking a, a bit, like a bucket with like vinegar or ammonia. It depends on how bad they are. Ammonia is if they're real bad. Well, I use my armpit. Let's <laughs> yeah, get that. Do the old butt floss. Yeah. Butt floss with the bag. Take it back there. It's my, it's my F you to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to plug, gentlemen? We're like twenty minutes past our hour. Oh shit! We've been going. normalized oh, butt stuff. Yes, normalized butt stuff. Uh, sucking a peepee when you're fucking nine does not make you gay. <laughs> There's one thing you take away from this, guys. So, uh, peepees yeah. and butt stuff. Uh, also, check out the Disjointed podcast if you guys are interested. It's at DenverComedy.org. Or .net or fdenvercomedy.com. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, your Jordan Dahl interview was really good. That one was interesting. I, uh, I like how you blew his mind with the whole, like... Oh, the Christian, di- yeah, the Christian role-playing game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a Christian version of D&D. So, disjointedpod.com. Any, just dot .com? Yep. Perfect. Yeah, I stopped making uh, huge long URLs that nobody could remember. The last one that I bought was Olympic Freestyle Butt Fucking. <laughs> dot com.